programming for Toronto's Filipino community can be heard every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on AM 1430. CHKT, Fairchild Radio. This is AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430, Fairchild Radio. setting us up here for a great day for the Irish in the city of Toronto. Big rugby game taking place later on today between Ireland and Canada. Lots of hype in the city and uh, everyone apparently they're expecting the largest crowd at a rugby game in Canada's history. So Ireland take on Canada tonight. That's Ireland's national anthem for rugby if you will. And on the line here all the way from somewhere between Dublin and Cork is my good friend and co-host Ken Tracy. How are you today Ken? I'm great, Mark. How are you? Oh, I'm very good. I'm very good. I, it sends an old chill when you hear that song, doesn't it? It does, it does, yeah. A few goosebumps for sure. The, but listen, before we kick the show off, it's about, what, four o'clock over there. Have you any drink taken? <laughs> Only a cup of tea, Mark. Only a cup of tea. At very good, very Too good. early in the day, isn't it? Good, good, because I wouldn't but, want, uh, you know, wouldn't want any, uh, any fancy stuff going on here now this weekend. I'm driving anyway. Yeah. I have to drive, do a radio show. Mr. Brush here is just, he's sleeping beside me here. He wouldn't <laughs> oh, even take the wheel from me. You're actually doing the driving. I'm doing the driving. Can you believe it? And last week you were on a bike. And last week you were on a bike. We survived <laughs> a big Conquer Cancer ride. A big congratulations to yourself and all our teammates. Yeah. And it was a big thank you to uh, all our listeners that sponsored us. I was still getting sponsorship this week. Wow. And uh, it was just fantastic. And I, I think something I forgot to mention last week, we were, uh, I, I did say that we were in like sardines in the in the suits that we had on us. But a big thank you to you and the organization that you run, Comfrey, for uh, sponsoring us on those beautiful outfits that we had on. Oh, thanks very so much, think, Ken. I think a lot that, of compliments. That should go out. 
you know, when uh, when people are out looking to sell their houses, they should definitely be looking at Comfrey, that's for sure. Look at you plugging my company. I've never plugged the company once since I started working here, and now you've now you've you've put it on steroids. Thanks, buddy. Pro- <laughs> no problem. <laughs> of course, I'm always promoting brogies too, right? You are, of course. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how was the bum after the ride? Were you dodgy? It was great. I, I was surprisingly, I felt I, I felt so good. But it must have been that little stop we had at the Galway Arms. <laughs> I think that really helped. <laughs> I uh, We did get quite a few funny looks now from the locals, didn't we? We did, indeed. There was a few people, uh, Charlie was asking us to throw a towel over ourselves. <laughs> So come here, um, so, uh, a big big game that we had a fierce night last night. Yeah, tell me all about the crack. What yeah. happened down there? You were uh, you were the MC, I hear down I was there. The, I was the MC, but um, you know, I had to pick up uh, Mick Carney, who's the uh, the team manager. I had to pick him up at BMO Field because the team were in there playing. And I saw a fella at the door at uh, TFC that uh, I used to work with at a previous company. He's, he's working in security or something down there. And I just saw him through the window, and he saw me, and he let me in. And so I got in right beside the field there to check out the facility and took a few pictures there of the, the players. But um, and they were wearing these lovely blue jerseys. I'd love to get my hands on, on one of them. But, they, oh, man, wow. they look they – these fellas are in just incredible shape. And the facility, Ken, the grass, the grounds, uh, it just it's going to be a spectacular occasion tonight. Now, I'm really, I'm really sad that you're missing it, and uh, I'll be doing my best to make sure that um, – that I tell you that it's one of the best events ever uh, so that you regret not being here. Well, I, I am. I do regret not being there. There's a few <laughs> things I'm going to miss on this particular trip that I'm over here, but that uh, that game tonight should be good. And if anybody's still looking for tickets, they should get on to ticketmaster.ca and get uh, get themselves down to BMO Field. They're going to show it over here. It'll, of course, be on at 1 o'clock, so uh, oh, I'll be the- staying up late tonight having a an extra little sip out of something oh, and good. Uh, watching the game. So I'll be looking out for you down there at BMO Field. Don't be doing any no. running across the pitch no, or no. anything like that. No, okay? I won't be doing a, a Cornelius horn on it. Don't worry about it. And uh, so, so you're good. you're safe. You're safe there. But um, and I was reading in the paper today that it's going to be the it's, it's going to be over twenty thousand people there. And I think the last uh, the next biggest attendance at a rugby game was something like thirteen thousand, which was the Italy game last year. So so it's just going to be absolutely mighty. And I get the sense that we might be the home team here, Ken. So it should be great. Um, oh, that's phenomenal. It must be all the the advertising we're doing on on the show for this ha- big game. Has to then. be. It has to be. Yeah, the uptake has been massive there. And then and then yeah, the event at the the chamber the chamber of commerce uh, the ICCTO event uh, ICCCTO event last night was great. Um, Mick Carney and Al Sharon there was great jousting going on. Predictions. Mick Carney predicting a, a six to nine point win, and Al Sharon of course predicting the same on the other side. But uh, it was very very uh, tasteful evening. I have to say. Uh, very, very well attended, and uh, everyone in the bar there cooperated, and everyone was well heard. So it was a great event, actually. Everybody, the feedback was fantastic. So um, oh, brilliant. I'm, I'm not sure I'll, I'll be like the next Eamon Andrews or anything like that. You know that your man from This Is Your Life. But uh, anyway, it was uh, it was a good event. It was a good event. Ah, uh, that's great. Good, glad yeah. to hear. In fact, I had a couple of emails from people already. Uh, when I woke up, there was a few people who had emailed me and said it was a great event and said you did a mighty job. So well yeah, done. Right? Yeah. I paid, it's paid good a, that I can leave you alone. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and yeah. And so the other thing, of course, speaking on on rugby, uh, the Lions had another big win. They uh, beat the Warthogs today. Yeah. And uh, Simon Zebo got a run out in the first half and had a apparently had a cracking game. Wow. Okay. He, uh, and by the way. I'm, 
for all those lovely Kilkenny listeners, I'm just entering the county of Kilkenny right now. Are you? I think you're yeah, lost, because if you're going from Dublin across, to Cork, you shouldn't be going through Kilkenny. Across the border. <laughs> it, it, it goes across it for a little while, Mark. It must be a while since you've been down here, but the oh. A7 runs through it. Oh, I think you're lost. And it's raining. I like don't think right you go now. into Kilkenny, Kenny. I think you go Leash, I do, of course. I know my way. Tipperary. Oh, right, right. We'll have to, you know what, we'll have someone call in for that at some stage, yeah. Google it. I it's will, Google yeah, I will. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so the uh, the Lions had a great win, and Simon Zebo had a in first half. He almost scored. His foot just landed outside it, but, uh, and he's only, of course, in Australia the last couple of days, so fair play to him. Uh, very good. Uh, they had a great, great win, 47 to 17. Wow, And I good. see that... Uh, Bob Dwyer, the former Australian coach, is he's um, creating a bit of stir in the media, saying that the Lions prefer to be best at cheating versus best at playing the game Ooh. because they have a New Zealand coach. So uh, <laughs> he's stirring the pot before the big test match next Saturday. Uh, that's what you want. And uh, we'll see. I'm sure the lads will be well up for it. They've had great wins so far, but uh, of course they're all just the warm-up to the big game. So. Very good, very good. And, of course, uh, it, tomorrow is Father's Day. And I was hoping yes. that your your dad isn't with you there in the back seat. That's not your dad there. Unfortunately That's, not, yeah, no. Or, I'll be seeing him tomorrow. He's coming down. We've rented a, a cottage down in Clare as our home base. And he's going to come down and we'll we'll tip oh. and I'll drink tomorrow night with him, for sure. I was hoping to ask him the first time that he ever gave you, gave you a good spanking. You don't remember oh. what then when that was, do you? Well, I'll tell you what. It was, it was so soon in my life that <laughs> I don't remember. But he did start early, I think. I must have been an awful brat altogether. It wasn't in the birthing room anyway, because you know all these lads back then were waiting in the pub for the phone call, right? That's for sure, yeah. God <laughs> love them. I don't think they like the size of blood. <laughs> uh, they're not as strong as we are these days. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm going to kick it off with a bit of music. We're about 10 minutes in here, and um, great chatting with you. And I, I will hear it. We'll hear from you later on, right, when you're... When you're probably down in the south part of Tipperary or even in North Cork, I'd say, by the time we talk to you next again. Very good. I'll, I'll give you a shout in and we'll do the calendar of events from wherever I'm at. Okay. And um, I'm going to kick it off here, Ken, with a song that uh, Sean Gilroy had actually requested this. Sean's one of our best request requesters here, I have to say. And uh, this is from the Jim Clark CD. And this is called Father, Ken. I'll talk to you later on. Thank you. 
Where he longed to be An island beneath the Irish sky The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. And irishtravel.ca and chemfieldtravel.com are in the peak season for travel to Europe with some great deals. For example, fly Air Transit to Dublin August 31st for two weeks, only $925 all-inclusive. Fly to Dublin for a week on June 24th, July 1st or 8th for stay seven nights at the City Centre Juries Inn on Parnell Street for only $939 plus $506 in tax and includes flight, transfers, daily breakfast and a three-day freedom ticket. Fly and stay seven nights, September 13th to the 21st in the Cabra Castle Hotel for only $2,059 per person, twin share, fully inclusive. And a super CIE coach tour, Irish Explorer, 
10 days, 9 nights, 16 meals. Starts in Dublin, July 21st to the 30th, on sale at 1598 per person twin, land only, a savings of $600 per couple. For all your Irish travel needs, check out irishtravel.ca or call 1-800-668-2958. And now it's time for the Irish news with our friend in Ottawa. Desmond, take it away. Thank you very, very much for that, Mark. And good morning, folks. Desmond Avoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. Here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Irish women who need access to pregnancy terminations and the medical practitioners who will deliver them will now have greater clarity thanks to the Protection of Life During Pregnancy Bill, according to Health Minister James Riley. The bill was published this week, and Fine Gael and Labour have promised that it will not be a free vote on the bill. If passed, no medical practitioner would be obliged to carry out a termination if they have a conscientious objection to the procedure, but those same objectors must make arrangements for a, quote, transfer of care for the pregnant woman. The bill also states that it will be a, quote, offence to intentionally destroy unborn human life, with those guilty liable for a fine or imprisonment of up to 14 years. There are now 25 hospitals in the Republic that can perform the operation. Dr. Riley promised on RTE Radio this week that no medical institution would be able to refuse to perform an abortion if the woman's life was in danger. An Irish Times Ipsos MRBI poll published this week showed that 75% of respondents supported the bill to permit an abortion where a mother's life is in danger. The bill was published the same week as the Health Service Executive Review Group report into the death of dentist Savita Halapanar was released which pointed to, quote, a cascade of errors by clerical staff at Galway University Hospital last October to properly monitor her condition. She died of septicemia during her 17th week of pregnancy after repeated calls by her for an abortion as she was in the midst of a miscarriage. The report found inadequate monitoring of her condition, a failure by the staff to follow the hospital's own sepsis guidelines, and a failure to offer Savita all medical options. Meanwhile, Tishak and Kenny may not have the support of pro-life groups, but he found uncommon ground in the Doyle this week when he declared that he was, quote, a Tishak who happens to be a Catholic, but not a Catholic Tishak. It was revealed this week that his office has been de- deluged by 50 abusive calls a day and that hundreds of graphic images of dead fetuses have been directed at him by his County Mayo constituents. Ireland's Catholic bishops have accused his government of misleading the country about his abortion bill. A Taoiseach for all the people, that's my job, he said to cheers from the government benches and, surprisingly, Sinn Féin members as well, who also support the new bill. Kenny has had religious icons sent to him, as well as threats written in blood, calling him a murderer. In sports news this morning, baseball legends are made or come to Yankee Stadium. So Ireland faced the daunting task earlier this week of not only playing in the Big Apple at the Shrine of Baseball, but also taking on defending World Cup and European champion Spain. While Ireland lost 2-0 in the friendly matchup, it was a better routing, a better outing against, rather, against the boys from Iberia than their 4-0 drubbing in Euro 2012 in Poland last June, keeping true to manager Giovanni Trapattoni's word that the boys in green would not be humiliated again. In fact, Spain did not score until the 69th minute of the game, according to the Irish Daily Star. An Irish goal was disallowed in the 80th minute in front of 39,368 fans. Well, in entertainment news, Cork funny man Graham Norton is once again looking for love, having split from his Canadian partner. Well, Sir Elton John found love with a good Canadian boy from Scarborough, David Furnish. It just wasn't to be for Norton, host of the Graham Norton show on BBC One, and software designer Trevor Patterson, ending their two-year relationship. However, Norton has said that he is enjoying more time with his dogs, and he received an honorary doctorate from University College Cork last week. 
While he joked that anyone interested in a date has only to tweet him, he admitted that while Irish voters may vote in a referendum on allowing gay marriage in Ireland next year, he would be very hesitant to ever marry. While his mother worried that he, when he first came out that he would end up alone without a family, he said this week that his mother has now gotten over it and that he has his own family of friends. Well, a bit of a rogues gallery in this week in Irish history. We'll leave our leaders, our listeners rather, to listen out who's who. But we start with the death of Irish blues guitar legend Rory Gallagher, who died on June 14, 1995, in a London hospital from complications following a liver transplant, the result of alcohol abuse. Legend has it that Jimi Hendrix was once asked what it felt like to be the best guitar player in the world. Hendrix is alleged to have said of the Ballyshannon County Donegal native, I don't know, ask Rory Gallagher. On June 13, 1951, Eamon de Valera becomes Taoiseach for the second time, having previously held the role from 1937 to 1948. June 13, 1865, saw the birth of William Butler Yeats in Dublin, most famous for penning one of Ireland's most beloved poems, Lake Isle of Inishree. On June 11, 1990, Ireland played England in its first ever matchup in the World Cup in a one-to-one draw. June 10, 1986, saw Brighton bomber Patrick McGee found guilty of planting the bomb at Brighton's Grand Hotel, which killed five, injured 34, and barely missed its primary target, British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. Sentenced to 35 years in jail, the IRA man was released in 1999 under the Good Friday Agreement. On June 10, 2000, Irish tenor Frank Patterson died. But on June 8, 1985, Barry McGuigan wins the World Featherweight Boxing title, defeating Subio Pedroza over 15 rounds at the Loftus Road Soccer Stadium in London. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland this week. Now it's back to Toronto with Mark O'Brien and Alex Young, Ken Tracy, somewhere on the roads of Ireland. So until next week, folks, hope all the fathers out there have a wonderful Father's Day, including my own dad. Happy Father's Day to you, Daddy. And until then, next week, folks, Slán go foil. Thank you, Desmond, and same to you. And a couple of quick birthday requests here. Um, Sinead Canavan has a little celebrating a birthday. She celebrated a birthday yesterday, I believe. And um, she promised, uh, I promised her I wouldn't tell everyone her age, but she was born in 1976. So um, some of our smart listeners might figure that out, Alex, I think. And um, anyway, happy birthday, Sinead. Sinead does uh, a ton of work in the Irish community here and a very happy birthday. And she should be getting free pints all night down at that rugby game if she's anywhere to be seen. So if you see Sinead Canavan, buy free drink for her. And the other thing is J.P. Horgan had uh, told me that his dad, John, is celebrating his 65th birthday. um, And they're having a bit of a shindig for him over at the Muckish Pub, which is at Warden and Eglinton. That's at 7 o'clock on June 22nd. And uh, 65, John is looking well. So get over there June 22nd and um, have a couple of drinks there and celebrate uh, that birthday. Anyway, here's a little Foster and Alan tune uh, called Mary Mac. Liven it up. There's a little girl and her name is Mary Mac. Make no mistake, she's the girl I'm going to back. There's a lot of other chaps that would get up on a track, but I'm thinking that they'd have to get up early. And Mary Mac's father's making Mary Mac marry me. My father's making me marry Mary Mac. I'm going to marry Mary for my Mary to take care of me. We'll all be feeling merry when I marry Mary Mac. Now this little lass, she has a lot of brass, she has a lot of class, and her father thinks I'm gas, so I'd be a silly ass, but to let the matter pass, her father really thinks she suits me fairly. And Mary Mac's father's making Mary Mac marry me, my father's making me marry Mary Mac, I'm going to marry Mary for my Mary to take care of me, we'll all be feeling merry when I marry Mary Mac. 
Now Mary and her mother go and have a lot together In fact you never see the one or one without the other And the fellas often wonder if it's Mary or her mother Or both of them together that in court And Mary Mac's father's making Mary Mac marry me My father's making me marry Mary Mac I'm going to marry Mary for my Mary to take care of me Will I be feeling merry when I marry Mary Mac? Now the wedding day's on Wednesday and everything's arranged Her name will soon be changed, I mean unless I mean be changed And we're making the arrangements and I'm just a bit deranged For marriage is an awful undertaking And Mary Mac's father's making Mary Mac marry me My father's making me marry Mary Mac I'm going to marry Mary for my Mary to take care of me We'll all be feeling merry when I marry Mary Mac it's sure to be a grand affair, and grander than the fair. There's going to be a coaching pair for every couple there. We'll dine upon the finest fair, I'm sure to get my share. If I don't, we'll all be very much mistaken. And Mary Mac's father's making Mary Mac marry me. My father's making me marry Mary Mac. I'm going to marry Mary for my Mary to take care of me. We'll all be feeling merry when I marry Mary Mac. And Mary Mac's father's making Mary Mac marry me. My father's making me marry Mary Mac. I'm going to marry Mary for my Mary to take care of me. We'll all be feeling merry when I marry Mary Mac. All right, good lively tune there, Mary Mac. So, hope everybody got to do a little jig to that one there. Anyway, I'm going to go into another tune here. We're expecting a call here from um, a fella to tell us about an event coming up next weekend. And um, we'll hear from him very soon. But um, before I play this tune, this is a, a very special request for goes out to um, Roisin Boyd, who is getting married today over in Mississauga. And she is the daughter of Cahill and Bridey. And she's getting married to a chap by the name of Chris Osborne. And as I said, that's in Mississauga today. Chris, you're a lucky man. That's a great family you're marrying into. And... Uh, Potentially, you could inherit a very lucrative landscaping business there if you play your cards right, I have to say. Anyway, Roisin, congratulations and congratulations, uh, Cahill and Bridie, um, uh, the Boyd family, uh, very, very involved, uh, particularly with the Mayo Association and very involved with the Irish community. And here's a song, here's a song from the Furies and Davy Arthur. I, lo- I will love you every time.
my heel, your soft voice of him. My heart jumps in my breast, my love. My heart jumps in my breast. Adanti, my dear, your footsteps coming. She, my heart, can no longer rest, my love. My heart can no longer rest. I will love you Will love you When we are gone I will love you I will love you When we are gone For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabine can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabine is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. You can't beat the Irish, and you can't beat a bit of home when looking for quality Irish goods. For over 10 years, our massive selection, convenience, and service have made a bit of home the choice for shoppers across Canada and the USA seeking Irish quality and uniqueness. But don't just take our word for it. 
Drop into our store at the Topkin Shopping Center at the corner of Rathburn Road and Tompkin in Mississauga. We're open Tuesday through Sunday for your convenience. If surfing the net is your thing, visit our online store open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at abitofhome.ca. Celebrating 10 years of quality and uniqueness, a bit of home prepares of Irish and British goods. And the Galway Arms, located at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke, invites you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. Drop in to see the Keane family or call 416-251-0096 or visit www.galwayarms.ca. And of course, the Galway Arms is also Toronto's home of Gaelic games and some very exciting games coming up, folks, later on this afternoon at 2 o'clock. Wicklow, Wicklow. Wow, the Wicklow folks get to see Wicklow in action. Wicklow take on Meath should be an interesting uh, tilt in the um, uh, football championship in Leinster. And then tomorrow at nine o'clock in the morning, Fermanagh take on Cavan. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, first thing in the morning. That's the first game tomorrow. And then at 11 o'clock, Mayo are out again after their annihilation of Galway. And uh, probably the Mayo fans are expecting much of the same against Roscommon, but it doesn't always work out that way. So that's uh, that's going on there tomorrow. And then uh, next Sunday at 9 o'clock in the morning, Donegal are out again against Down. And then at 11 o'clock, it's a cut over to Hurling as Cork take on Clare down in Munster. And what a great segue into this fella that we have on the line here. Let me paint a picture for you folks that if you're if you're sitting in your car in Kilkenny Town and you drive due east towards Bunclody or Enniscorthy, you'll go through a little town there called Gorse Bridge. I used to spend some summers there. My mum used to send me off there to probably what I would call maybe one of the most boring places in the world that I've ever been. I'm sorry, Pat, but as a six-year-old, it was very, very boring for me. How are you doing today? Not too bad at all. That's a great introduction there. <laughs> I'm sorry to rain on your parade there. I know you're you know, it's a big stud farm there anyway, and I hear you're a bit of a stud as well. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I think tales have been exaggerated, certainly. <laughs> hey, Pat. Has, it's not without its charm, though, Bridge. There's certainly horse trainers and there's... Uh, Yes, um, there's plenty. There's a big horsey area, all right. Paddy Mullins is. is one of the biggest trainers in the country, of course. His son Willie Mullins is there as well. He trains in Lockton Bridge now, but yeah. originally from Gores Bridge as well. Ah, very good, very good. Well, listen, you're not here to talk about horses. I know no. that you're here to talk about a big event, um, and and an event, by the way, I might add, that's great to see coming to the town. Do you want to tell us a bit about it next weekend, Pat? That's right, indeed. Uh, next weekend, we're having a hurling tournament in uh, Centennial Park. It starts at 10 a.m. and it goes runs right through until about half five in the evening. Um, we have uh, it's our first invitational tournament that we've had, and it's really the first hurling tournament that they've had in Toronto in a, in a, I suppose going back 30 years, nearly since hurling was strong in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, we've invited teams down from Ottawa and from Montreal, and we've another team coming up from Pittsburgh in the United States. And it's also great to see that we have. Two of the former strongholds of uh, Harlan in the city, St. Vincent and St. Mike's, mm-hmm. they're going to put in a team for the first time in 30 years as well, which is great to see. And also there will be hurlers from Toronto Gales there as well. Oh, fantastic. So it's, uh, it's, we started our club, through, uh, I suppose, in 2010, and uh, we've really been the only club Harlan in the city. And this is the first time that we have a proper competition and uh, we'd we'd really like a, a crowd to come out and support us and to support Ireland within the city as well. Well, I'll pump pump it again next weekend because uh, I I think it's great to see and you know I was very involved with the GA myself over the years, um, Pat. And one of the big things I would say was a a failing um, for me, I guess, when I was involved was 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 to probably not 
try to do more to get hurling um, uh, on the radar. And it's just absolutely fantastic to see it there. So kudos to all of you for pulling it all together. And, and is the format uh, 15 aside? Is it a full on game, a full on few games that we're going to see there, Pat? It's not going to be 15 aside. It's going to be nine aside. So it'll right. be a shortened pitch and it'll be nine aside because uh, we wanted to get more clubs involved and to, you know, to encourage them. And maybe they might have been struggling to get 15 hurlers. Yeah. But uh, they can certainly manage nine and a few subs as well. Um, but uh, that's the format it's taken. It's the, the senior and a junior grade. Yeah. And um, there'll be four teams in each grade. So we're, we're actually putting in three teams ourselves from our own club as well. Great and stuff. And there'll be... The, the, the rest of the teams will be made up of uh, Pittsburgh of a team, Ottawa, Montreal of teams each, yeah. uh, St. Vincent, um, Toronto Gales, Wonderful. and Mike's as well. Wonderful. That's great, Pat. That's great. Well, listen, I uh, hope to see you out there next weekend. And uh, I have to put you on the spot here now. Your your lads um, <laughs> your lads were a bit leaky last weekend now. Do uh, you think maybe they yeah. in a four goals? But... Uh, Anyway, got away with it. Uh, awfully are never never easy to beat, but uh, are your boys going to do it this year? Well, the more as well. The, all, the home advantage always helps as well. <laughs> the crowd behind them when they That's get true. Yeah. And they rose them. But, uh, you think, you think you're good? You're good this year, do you think? Um, well, I don't know. I like to look at Limerick there last weekend as well. They really threw a spanner in the works beating Tipperary. They did, and didn't they? they? Opened the Munster Championship through wide open, really. Yeah. Um, and I suppose they gave all, all the other teams a little bit of hope as well. You know that it's not going to be a two horse or a yeah. three horse race yeah. this year you know so there's a chance maybe there's a Limerick or a, you know maybe even a Clare they're, yeah. they're out next Sunday as well and they, they, are. They, they have a very strong side there they have a lot of good under 21s and uh, you'd have to if they, if they beat Cork certainly make for a very interesting Munster final Limerick and Clare it could it could indeed um, and Leash are playing. Leash are playing Galway tomorrow. I know Leash don't make these conversations usually, but I'll tell you, Galway do. Galway will take a little beat, bit of beating this year as well. I think so too. I think yeah. so too. They've been kind of uh, biding their time in the league. They didn't really mm-hmm. uh, stand out, um, but you know they're, they'll be there thereabouts as well. Come semi-finals, they'd say they'll, they should have enough to beat Leash, and then you're talking the Leinster final against yeah. probably either Kilkenny. Wexford or Dublin, then yeah. still in it as well. Yeah, there's going to be some um, great, there's some, there's going to be some great games this year, Pat. There's no doubt about it. Hopefully, yeah. 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 Well, listen, Pat, we're going to tune, sign off here, and uh, thanks for pushing the 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 hurling and uh, great work that you're doing in the city, you and all the lads, and um, the best of and luck. Thanks for giving us the plug. Yeah, no problem at all. Thank you. Okay, see you, Pat. All right, folks, we're going to move on with a quick bit of music here from uh, Paul Brady and the Forest Rangers. I don't know if we have any listeners out there that are, are fans of Sons of Anarchy, but this is um, a bit of a loud one. I think it's a Rolling Stones song originally, but have a listen. Give me shelter.
Okay, folks, Sons of Anarchy there. Paul Brady, haven't heard him for a long time. Anyway, myself and Ken talked about a big bike ride we did last weekend, but it pales in comparison to what this fellow on the line is doing right now as we speak. And I'm going to see if this works out because he's in the middle of nowhere. But I believe, uh, Sean, you are cycling from Newfoundland to Toronto right now as we speak live. Yeah, I am indeed. Oh, my God. Tell me the story. What's the, what's, what's the crack there? Um, basically, uh, there's like uh, 20 guys working up in Fogo Island, Newfoundland, yep. and uh, while we were working there, we were based there for seven or eight months. We um, we all decided maybe to get a bike or something just to do a bit of exercise during the week, mm-hmm. and uh, Nick Duvall snowballed into cycling back to Toronto. And uh, while we were on working, we heard that there's just, like a young child on island that's 18 months old that had developed cancer. So we said that uh, we'd probably just raise money for her and uh, just went from there on. Wow, fantastic. And um, how much have you raised or do you know at this stage yet? Um... Um, the first, on the job site alone, we raised like $5,500. Wow. And uh, we've got a website up and running too, like from last week. Yeah. I think we've raised over 4000 that so far. So we're talking nearly 10000 so far. So and what's the, at the what's the website there for, uh, for anyone who wants to... Um, uh, it is uh, four bikes, four beards, 
4bikes4.com with the number 4. 4 bikes 4 www.4bikes4beards.com. Yep. Okay, very good. Good man yourself. And where are you right now? We're uh, just went into New Brunswick um, two days ago, and we're like in a small town called Moncton. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we're going to head for Featherton maybe this evening, but about like another hundred kilometers to do maybe. So uh, it'll be tight going to get to Fredericton this evening, but uh, we're almost halfway there on our journey. So and how many? Want to try? How many? Go. Sorry. Yeah. Very good. And how many kilometers a day are you covering there? Um, roughly 100 kilometers. Wow. 100 plus, maybe. Fantastic. Wow. Well, listen, um, I know you were trying to get on for a while, but uh, I just wanted to have a quick chat with you and say congratulations to you and all the boys there. That's fantastic. And, um, yep. you know, great. I'm glad, glad we were able to connect with you. Yeah, no problem at all. Thanks very much. All right. Good man, Sean. Great cause okay. there. Excellent. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Well, we're going to move on here with a, a, a little bit of music here. Um, we have, um, of course, uh, Father's Day. We played a song at the, at the top of the hour for that. I'm going to play another song, probably one of the most popular Irish Father's Day songs ever, as sad as it might be. And uh, John McDermott was out at the Day of the Races this year. I saw him there. Um, he still has the voice. And uh, this goes out to my own uh, dad, who passed away many years ago. And for all of my friends and people who know me who have lost their fathers, um, never forget it. And uh, this is The Old Man. The tears have all been shed now We've said our last goodbyes His soul's been blessed He's laid to rest And it's now I feel alone He was more than just a father A teacher, my best friend He can still be heard In the tunes we shared When we played them on our I never will forget him For he made me what I am Though he may be gone Memories linger on And I miss him The old man As a boy, he'd take me walking by mountain, field, and stream. And he showed me things not known to kings and secrets between him and me. Like the colors of the pheasant as he rises in the dawn. And how to fish Make a wish Beside the holy tree I never will forget him For he made me what I am Though he may be gone Memories linger on And I miss him 
live forever He seems so big and strong But the minutes fly and the years roll by For a father and his son And suddenly when it happened There was so much left unsaid no second chance to tell him thanks for everything he's done. Oh, I never will forget him, for he made me what I am. Though he may be gone, memories linger on. Oh, very good. Bad idea playing a song like that when you're a co-host because it still brings a tear to my eye. But um, anyway, sorry if I had the same effect on any of our listeners, but I find that the song is very appropriate um, given our situation. And it's a wonderful piece of music, and uh, particularly when it's sung by uh, the great John McDermott. Anyway, um, making his way down into the south of Ireland and back on the line here for the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. And I hope he's not driving still when he's doing the calendar of events because that's a big fine. Ken, how are you doing now? Good, Mark. I'm very good. I'm here in Mitchellstown. Uh, I just pulled in. Oh. I'm taking, taking your advice that, uh, you know, not to be uh, driving while, uh, while I'm on the air. So well, let I'm me doing tell you. that for you. My my best friend, okay, my best best friend now, and that's not you, you know that. My best friend lives it's in Mitchellstown. To hear that, uh, that has to be said. It must be your best friend in Ireland. It is. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Good. Well, uh, he was my be- he was my best man anyway. But his name is Rory McMahon, and he lives in the town. And um, anyway, if you happen to be stopping for a bite to eat, give him a call. He'd oh he'd fly out to see you if you just mentioned Maybe my name. Pop- Maybe he'd make me a sandwich or something. Oh, I guarantee you, he'll make it. He'll make you more than a sandwich. Yeah. Well, fair play to him. That's good. Um, <laughs> well, I, so, I made half yeah, our listeners just, cry there, Ken. I know. I was. You know what? I've been listening to the show yeah. on the road, and uh, yeah. Any? How am I doing so far? Any, any criticism? Any critiquing? Not of, at all. No? I couldn't. I couldn't yeah. critique you. You do a great job altogether. Because you're, you're never here, you know. You're not. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I've been on this show more than any other guest. <laughs> I'm the number one guest. I'm the show. Uh, brilliant, I'm never, brilliant. I'm never there in studio. Um, and so, uh, just uh, a couple of things I was going to chat to you about uh, as I try and get this thing all pulled together here. But uh, did you see that young uh, lad, Kevin Phelan from Waterford? I did. He made the cut in the U.S. Open. He did, he made the cut. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so there's uh, there's good talk about him over here on the. Uh, on the radio and such. Yeah. And also, um, of course, Harrington made the cut and Rory. So they're all in with a bit of a shot, aren't they? Harrington has gone to this belly putter and I think, I, I don't be surprised now, he could give it a good lash. He was very steady yesterday and um, he, was. He, he, he could just, have been a lot better yesterday. A, he got in under that bush there and, and uh, <laughs> made a bit of a hames of, a, uh, of that hole. But he came out this morning and had three pars. So uh, he's, just, uh, he's just five shots back. So he's, uh, he's right there. He, and, I bet he, uh, I bet he wishes you were caddying for him when he got under that bush because you're that's your that's your area, right? 
My forte, yeah. yeah. I've been. Uh, I remember actually one, one time under a bush and still coming out with a lovely birdie. I, I had a great shot. I'll never forget it. But <laughs> sickened my cousin, by the way, who was in the tournament. And speaking of Father's Day, because that's what it was. It was a father-son tournament. Uh, it was myself and my dad and uh, Aiden, God rest his soul, and uh, his son. And uh, I thank that to uh, to win the uh, the trophy. And it, it. Let's just say there was a bit of silence going around for. Uh, the first round of drinks, anyway. I bet. Oh, anyway. Can you plow ahead anyway, with that calendar, bud? The, uh, yep. the Guinness Community Calendar events coming live from Mitchellstown County Court this week. Uh, we have uh, the night, the big game, of course, tonight. It's uh, Saturday, June the 15th at 8 p.m. It's Canada versus Ireland at BMO Field. You can still get, I'd say, a few tickets left at ticketmaster.ca. It's, uh, to be sure, a great event down at BMO Field. And at the Galway Arms, it's the Westmead Canadian Association. They'll be holding a pub night also tonight, and that starts at 8 p.m. Entertainments by Michael Kelly. There'll be door prizes and raffles, so come on out and enjoy the uh, the music and a bit of crack there. You can call Chris Gaffney at 416-226-9259 for information. And we were just chatting about golf. Of course, the annual Brian Dolan Memorial tor- Tournament in association with the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce is on on the 20th of June. There are still a few spots left, so if you're a single out there and want to come out and enjoy a round of golf at Nobleton Lakes, you can contact the Chamber. They'll take care of you. It's sure to be a good event, and I know there's going to be a nice tribute to Eamon at that event and uh, a nice souvenir for everyone to take home. On June 22nd, uh, Saturday, June 22nd at 2 p.m. sharp, it's the St. Patrick's Day Parade Society AGM, and that's been held at the Emerlisle Senior Centre, 1190 Danforth Avenue. And, of course, you can go to their website for more information at topatrick.com or give uh, Paddy Canavan a call at 416-206-8670. And on July 14th to 13th is the Toronto Fringe Festival. They're putting on Cold Comfort by the acclaimed Northern Irish playwright Owen McCafferty, and that's at St. Vladimir's Theatre at 620 Spadina Avenue. Tickets are only $10, and you can get more information at fringetoronto.com. And Mark, I know you did send me something about uh, the tip um, the tip uh, auditions, so I'm, uh, I'm just struggling to pull that one up, but if, uh, if you have any information, I know there's some auditions coming up, and uh, it got lost in my emails here. No worries. Um, so, Kenny, just, I, I, uh, um, you know what I'll do is I'm going to guide the listeners over to www.saturdayirishradio.com. There's a lot of information in there, uh, but there's some auditions happening in the first weekend of July, I believe. Um, yeah, it's at, uh, I just got it here, Mark. Uh, just uh, It's Kimborne Park United Church. Yes. And that's 200 uh, Wolvery Boulevard. It's two streets north of Danforth, east of Coxwell. It's July 3rd and 4th from 7.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then callbacks, which I think you, myself, and, and uh, Sean Gilroy are going to attend. <laughs> yes, we we're are. We're not going to the first one. So we're no. just going to go to the callbacks. That's July 11th, yeah. 7.30 to 10 p.m. So, um, you know, the folks there, they'll, uh, they'd like to see a bit of information. And there's a whole variety of characters for this, uh, for this play. So Fantastic. If you want to uh, get on stage... Go out there and uh, join the folks, the good folks from uh, from Tip. Yeah, and I'll post that all up on the website, www.saturdayirishradio.com. You can get all the details. I'll put every single bit of it up there so that Terry O'Brien and the folks from Tip can get off to a good start. And we look forward to seeing that uh, 
hit the airwaves um, next October. So, Kenny, yeah, we're, we're down to about uh, three minutes here, and I have Ireland's call ready and waiting here. I'm going to, we're going to burst it out of it here to finish the show off because Brilliant. we're looking forward to a massive night tonight. Uh, 58 cap for uh, Mr. Trimble tonight here, and potentially Gareth Reese' long-standing scoring record for Canada could fall tonight. A uh, fella oh. called, yes, yes, Mr. Pritchard is six points away. So there could be all kinds of records broken, including the attendance, which we already know is going to be broken. And uh, myself and all the lads have agreed to meet down there around six o'clock, half six. Dear Madonnelly will be there. Cormac Monaghan, all the boys who were there last night. And uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great night. And um, I, uh, I'll take lots of pictures and I'll send them to you. Good man yourself. Fair play to you. There's no better man, that's for sure. Well, enjoy your night. I will. And, uh, and keep an eye out, too, for uh, a young lady I hear. Uh, the Wild Soprano is going to be singing the national anthem. Oh. So keep, a, keep an, an ear out for that. And hopefully I'll be watching in on, uh, on the television. So, as I said off the top, don't be doing anything now that I wouldn't do, you know. Trust me, Kenny. We're all good. Here's Ireland's right. call, folks. Let's see you down at BMO Field tonight. And uh, Slána Guiv Galair. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon.